Hey everyone, this is Jack the Jobber from Cultaholic.com and you are listening to the Ringmasters podcast with Austin and Chad. What's up guys? Welcome to Ringmasters. We took a week off for spring break. We are back and joining me, as always, is the man who's not wrestling The Undertaker at WrestleMania. That is me. I am Austin Sumowitz. And yeah, uh, we're going to cover that real quick, but um, on the day we're recording this, I just came in and I woke up to, um, this is going to be a short topic, uh, the, there's a rapper by the name of Lil Dicky who released a new song with Chris Brown called Freaky Friday, where the whole premise of the song is that they switched bodies and they were singing from each other's personalities. Um, it's hilarious. I showed Chad as soon as I got in the studio, mostly because Ed Sheeran was used in the song, which was amazing. Um, but yeah, that made us start thinking thinking about an idea like which WWE superstar or just professional wrestler in general would we want to like have a Freaky Friday situation and just switch bodies with them for the for the day. Like, do you have any ideas for oh, that? Oh, yeah. Mine was decided as soon as I thought of the idea. Uh, Ric Flair. <laughs> oh, my God. I would be Ric Flair because I feel like Rick, the inner workings of Ric Flair's life is is always just incredible. Like, he was in a, what, a little, a, a little Yachty or Uzi Vert video? No, it was, it was, uh, it was, uh, it was, yeah. Miga. well, yeah. it was, uh, it was Offset and 21 Savage, even yeah. though 21 Savage wasn't on the song. I've never heard a single one of their music, but yeah, I, he's checked, in it the music I checked it out because my friend told me Ric Flair was in it. Yep. And, you know, I mean, just you think about Ric Flair's just catchphrases, you know. The limousine riding, mm-hmm. Jeff flying, kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, son of a gun. I mean, I just, it, it yeah. just, that, that, that'd be my Freaky Friday. Oh, yeah. For me, most likely, uh, Cody Rhodes would have to oh, be mine. Huh. Just because, Yeah, rocking the American Cody shirt. Um, yeah, I would definitely be Cody just because of how, like, one, I could have that bleached blonde hair, which is amazing, (laughs) and also, um, I'd be with Brandy Rose, Rhodes, so, like, it's a win-win. If I can't be Ric Flair, I want to be Gold Dust. (laughs) (laughs) Because then I could wear the wig I've always wanted to wear, and no one ever judged me for it. Of course. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, that's something, just something fun. Just a little fun opener, because it's not going to be very fun for Chad, I think, for the rest of this podcast. No, that's about the only fun I'm going to have this entire (laughs) podcast. Uh, Yeah, so um, with Spring Break out of the way, and Fastlane just finished up, um, which was uh, about as good of a Fastlane show as we could have gotten from a show like Fastlane. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there wasn't. We weren't expecting anything too crazy. We did get something crazy in there that we will cover. Um, first off, um, I think we should cover the one of the big things was was Randy Orton is the United States champion. He defeated Bobby Roode, and he is now the United States champion, which makes him a Grand Slam cha- Slam champion. Now, what did you think of this match? Slow, boring, like every <laughs> match Randy wrestles that he doesn't care about. But and also and also slow is also Bobby Roode's style of wrestling. A little bit, like, but they least, both wrestle the slower style. I feel I, like I feel like with with Bobby though, and it's the same sort of thing with Randy. They can wrestle that slow, methodical pace when they're heelish, and they can just like work the crowd in between. Yeah, like but like when you get these two guys, and I, I've always had a problem with this with with WWE putting two slower moving workers in the ring together is. Unless you have one of them who's really, really good at feeding the crowd, and look at this match, Bobby and Randy were both faces. So it's not like they're going to be like shitting on each other during this match. You know what I mean? They're going to be wrestling, just wrestling. And to me, that was a, a my biggest problem with the match was yeah. they didn't have somebody to really push it. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I found myself really zoning out during this match. I mean, Bobby always can get a glorious pop with his little right. with his little thing, and the the RKO will forever be over. Um, that that finish, like the crowd, legitimately popped. For 
for that. Yeah. Which was cool, but, like, it's just, like, I mean, good for Randy. He's a Grand Slam champion. I mean, for someone who's wrestled in the business that long, I for, mean, for it, was, it, was a lo- it was a long time it's coming. It's a dream yeah, match. It's a, it's a very dr- good dream match, but, like, it's somebody's got to be the heel. And the problem is both of them aren't necessarily the best faces. So, like, like if if one of them was given the opportunity to be a heel, I think it would give the feud a lot more fire. But now that we're throwing Jinder Mahal into I it, I think that will help a lot. Yeah, but now, yeah, well, with Jinder in there, I guess. But like, I already still don't care at all about Jinder anymore. You know, you know what, you know what the feud needs. Well, I guess we'll just we'll briefly talk talk about it. Yeah, but, go ahead. Because if you, if you look at the Intercontinental Championship match at Mania, it's a it's a triple threat between the Miz, Finn, and Seth. And then you look at the United States match, and that's a triple threat. What well, well, we assume it's going to be a triple threat between Jinder, Randy, yep. and um, Bobby. And for me, it's one of those things where it's like, why are we like? I feel like we're just making both of those titles, giving them the same matches. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel two, like two I baby feel, faces, two one heel. Yeah. Whereas, but I feel like what we could do is we could make you know the inter the uh, uh, United States Championship. Match, we could put another person in there, somebody or we who would could, yeah, give or we them could just, a big baby face pop. I think we should put Rusev in there, or we could just make it a ladder match. I thought or we were we gonna could. make, I thought we were gonna make one of those titles a ladder yeah, match, I'm but cool I feel like with the Intercontinental Championship match, um, with Finn and Seth, like it doesn't matter who's the healer, who's the baby face in that because those two wrestling together will put on an amazing match. And the Miz match. is gonna be and the, the Miz, bigger heel for exactly. All the Miz is the mega heel that gets all the heat and does and is and is still an amazing wrestler. So like. I have no worries about that match. That match is going to be great. With the United States Championship, like, first off, having two baby faces and one heel, like, it already looks, like, way too similar. Yeah. And also, Jinder is not the heat magnet like the yeah. Miz, so, like, he's going to get compared to that. Now, what you, so might, yeah. as well just, might as well just make a make it a ladder match, and then that way you could get Rusev in it, you could get Aiden English in I, it. I wouldn't even say, you could put Aiden English as, as a feature, but I was thinking you could put, like, you could put a Ty Dillinger in there. Yeah. You could put Zack Ryder or Mojo yeah, where or the hell, in Where there. the hell has Ty been this whole yeah. time? He's just, he and, got, last time we saw him, he got beat up during the Rumble. And with all the people in the match, it gives a character like Randy or Bobby a reason to be upset. Yeah. And it gives you a reason to turn one of them heel. Exactly. Because if one of them goes heel, that's the heel that's driving the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, in my it, that match would have to end with Rusev Day oh, it's standing gotta tall. Be. It's gotta be. But that's like, the thing. like Because if we're going with the Bludgeon Brothers, New Day, and Uso... There's like, there's like three triple threats already yeah, for the match. You need, you need the, something to card. spice it up. And I would much rather, I would much rather see Rusev Day in a tag title match winning the belts... But I don't want them to be in the Battle Royal. They're better than that. Oh, yeah. We might not even have the Andre the Giant Battle Royal now, yeah. which is another thing we got to talk about. Yeah. In fact, yeah, now that we're on the topic of that, like, just what for a split second. What do you think of that announcement? We, the announcement that the women's, that we're getting a women's Battle Royal, the fabulous Moolah Memorial, Memorial Battle, Battle Royal. Royal. I mean, <laughs> I, here's the thing. It's whether or not the allegations are true, which I mean, the fact that the allegations ex- exist have already tainted the reputation of the fabulous Mula. Um, they should have known that this was going to happen. Yeah. They should have known this backfire would have happened, especially when there are multiple women you can choose from that the fans would have been completely fine with. The May Young Memorial Battle Royal. May Young, Bam. yeah, there she you go. does have the her China own cl- Battle Royal. She does have her own classic. But is anyone gonna really care? No, I don't think even, so. Even even if you just said, yeah, this year the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal is gonna be a women's battle royal. I have no idea. Like I what? Have... Women wrestlers can't 
be fans of Andre the Giant. You know what I mean? You could still keep the name and then just yeah. put. They already have a, a women's elimination chamber, a women's money in the bank. Now you can have the first ever women's Andre the Giant battle royal. And then there's no controversy, and you still get the Andre the Magi- Giant battle royal, which they're doing an Andre the Giant HBO movie on. Exactly. Like I mean, like. At this point right now, like, if they don't change it by this next week, then they're going to keep oh, it like Oh, they're not going to yeah. change it. They're, they're not going to change it, it. Yeah. They look foolish if they did. Oh, it would, yeah, but, like... And and it would also... Because think about it. If you if you aren't a hardcore fan and know what the controversy is, and you're watching the show, and you're like, oh, you're the, fa- the famous Moolah Battle Royal, and the next week it's something named something else, you're going to be like, well, I mean, I guess... Screw the fabulous moolah, you know what I mean? That that it looks worse on them in the bigger picture than it does in the short run of them. It was it was it. just a bad decision on their part to make it about, about like name it after her in the first place. And, and to be honest, I don't really know why you like why can't you just have a battle royal and be like, yeah, the winner of this gets a title shot. I don't know, I have no but, idea. But yeah, because um, it's WrestleMania, so it's got to have like it's got to be related to the men in some. DeAndre way. the Giant and, and now this battle royal are just it's gonna be so dumb because they don't get anything. No, well you they get a, the, they get a trophy, but like that yeah, doesn't but, give you ooh, anything in terms of yeah. like your standing. Look at all the people who have won that match. You know, for the for the Andre the Giant one, we have Cesaro, we have Baron Corbin, we have uh, what Mojo Rawley. Yep. That, that that that's it so far, right? Oh, and and the Big Show. Yep. And what have any of them done after winning it? Nothing. Baron Corbin lost a Money in the Bank cash in. Mojo Raleigh has done literally nothing. Yep. Other uh, than his like short heel, other than his heel run that has done nothing. Yeah. Cesaro's had the best run, and he didn't even get anything from it. This yeah, has happened. It took he, it took him way longer than it yeah. should have to get. Uh, and the get Big going. Show. The fact that I forgot he won the match kind of shows you what happened to Big Show. Yeah. Like so, I don't know. It happened. It's a thing. Um, I don't really like that. It's the fa- uh, about about the fabulous moolah. Yeah. Um, but you know, whatever. I, I, I suppose. It's not. Gonna, it's not going to ruin the show for me. But no. like, it was a dumb move. It's probably going to be on the pre-show. So. Yeah. It's. It was just a really dumb move on their part to actually. Yeah. Do that. But yeah, back to Fastlane though. Um, Charlotte ended up defending her women's title against Ruby Riot. And I really liked this match. I did too. I thought Ruby did some really good heel work in terms of like really playing up her yeah. her heel persona. Um Charlotte did really well. Um it was like really it was really her trying to overcome Ruby, which made it look she did a really good job. I think I think it was a just a pretty it was a pretty good match. And then Charlotte ends up going over for the women's title and then Asuka comes out. She is challenging Charlotte at WrestleMania. Hated this. Did you? Yes. How she was like bouncing up well, and down okay. and then points no, at the side. I love Asuka Charlotte. It's going to be a great match. I'm I'm excited for it. But I think it makes because like the, literally the week before Fastlane, Alexa Bliss and Nia beat up Asuka, mm-hmm. and now she's on SmackDown challenging Charlotte. It kind of looks like oh man, I can't beat Alexa and Nia. I'll go challenge. Charlotte. If yeah. they had her just dismantle Alexa Bliss that was, yeah, and that, Nia Jax before making this announcement, then it's like, oh man, I was on Raw and they stood no competition to me. I destroyed them. I don't want her belt. I want the queen. That's yeah. cool. No, yeah. So, yeah, and like, that's the thing too, is that was what made me think we're guaranteed to get Asuka, uh, Alexa Bliss. But then she goes over to SmackDown, and then even the next night on Raw, she's still on Raw. She's still, like, got a feud going on with Mickie James and Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax, and there's still this whole thing. 
And then what they end up doing is just making it so that she faces Mickey James on Raw, and then the next week she's facing Alexa Bliss. So she's just so she's just gonna destroy both of them and then go over to SmackDown and then have no build up. Like half half of Mania weekend will be over, or the half of Mania like build up. Yeah, gone. we're only four weeks away. Yeah, and if you're spending two of those beating up Alexa Bliss and friends. Then you only have two weeks to build a story between Charlotte and Asuka. And I and still, and I don't I think still, the story's gonna need to be that immerse. But I still want some buildup. Yeah, man. I mean, and I still, I still stand by my standings that my my beliefs that I feel like Alexa, Asuka would have been the best story wise match because, like now we're getting to the point where it seems like Alexa's gonna be feuding with Nia, and I don't want Alexa to drop her title to Nia. No, nothing against Nia. I just feel like for for how great her title run has been. The only person she could lose it to would be Asuka. See, I don't really think like Asuka like Alexa's had a really long title run, but she really hasn't this particular title run, I mean she really hasn't done much with it. When she was SmackDown champion, she did a lot. But her first run as women's champion, uh, she did she defended it quite a bit, but this time, like, she's been champion for a while and she really hasn't defended it that much. And that's not her fault. It's you know, it's booking. Exactly. But like so really I don't mind Alexa dropping the title to not to Naya, I think. My my thing was I don't think I think Nia Oscar should have been the Mania match. But we've or, already done that. Well, but I don't think they should have had it when they did. I don't think yeah. it should have been an elimination chamber. I also don't think that I also think uh Sasha Oscar would have been a really good match. Yeah, but that, I mean that's there's still some good matches that we're getting out of those. Yo, people, yeah, yeah. I'm I besides one major match, I'm good with every single match announced so far. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that match is, but yeah, continuing. I'm sure on, we'll find out. Yeah, continuing <laughs> on though, we had the New Day versus the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Titles. Um, started off really good. I love how they were just using each other's finishers basically throughout the entire yeah. match. I thought that was really good to spice up their feud. You can just throw these guys together and just know you're getting just yep. a good match. And that's the thing, too, is that the feud, the match ended in a no contest because of the Bludgeon Brothers um, who came out and attacked both teams. And I just thought, like, it, like you know, like we always get butt hurt when, like, a, a good match is interrupted by shenanigans. But, like, even with this, it's building to something that I'm actually interested in. Yeah, but, it's a, again, like, it's another triple threat. Yeah. Like, we, there's, like, a hundred triple threats. I have no problem I think with they're Yeah, I think they're just doing it so they can get as many people yeah. on the card as and, possible. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with getting as much people that Mania payday as possible. But at what cost? Because now I feel like I feel like literally every single match, when every single match is a multi-man match, it's just it's for one it's harder to build up and two it it just looks complacent. Like every single match now it seems like is either a tag team match or a triple threat match now. I mean, I guess it could be like it's unexpected and like, oh, you don't know who's yeah. going to win the championship. Even and if who's they gonna put win. in like a fourth team, at least it's not a triple threat. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I don't know. Well, what that's the thing, though, is that for SmackDown, like, what would the fourth team Rusev be? Rusev Day. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'd even take the fashion police, like, eh. literally any of them. <laughs> but, but definitely Rusev Day. All right. I mean, I think, yeah, I mean, that would be cool for sure. Um, but yeah, that match was really good. Um, I'm excited to see what they do at Mania. Um, then what I want to talk about, was there anything else before this? I know there was a, the pre-show match between, um, 
Well, actually, no. There was a pre-show match that they just threw together. Yeah, wasn't it like Ty Dillinger? And I don't even think I don't even think it was Ty Dillinger. I, don't I wasn't know. I wasn't watching the pre-show. I didn't so. watch the pre-show either. It was just this was this was actually the first time in a while that I didn't watch the pre-show because it's fast lane. Um, but then yeah, there was a tag match between Becky and Naomi and Natalia and Carmella. Yeah, and shockingly, uh, the heels went over on this one, which I kind of which with that that, that my thing is that like. With 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 Carmella holding the Money in the Bank briefcase, she can afford to take losses. With Becky, she's really, really right. just drifting on SmackDown. <clears throat> like she's got nothing at this but point. But you can't have the baby faces in this tag team win, and have Charlotte win because then your heels look weak. All right. The I knew I knew whoever won this tag team match, like whatever like side. The opposite was gonna win the championship match. So right. because because that's just it's just common booking. I sense. just feel bad for Becky because I want her to have a at least a. I know I know she'll be thrown in the battle royale. She'll probably win the battle royale. She, most likely, I mean, but like, eh, it's just like I wish she would have had a better spot in terms of uh, WrestleMania. But and I know I know she had she had WrestleMania 32 and she had they should have uh, they should put her in a match with um, a ladder match with Carmella for the briefcase that would that would be really cool I mean that's like that, I just think she's really really like in terms of like the four horse women um she's that she I feel like she's in my in my personal opinion she's the backbone she's not the not she may not be everybody's favorite out of the four horse women but she's always that consistently good one I see I think see I think that's I I I think that's more Sasha, but well, I think Sasha. See, that's the thing though is that Sasha's so over. Mm-hmm. It's like, and so Bailey's over with the kids, and Sasha's super over. Charlotte is a lot of people's favorites, and but the best part is too, Sasha can be that incredible heel, yeah, like which makes her stand out. Becky is that back the workhorse, yeah, the workhorse, the one that's in that one that may not be at the front for front front figure of the entire uh, women's division, but she's always working hard and she's always doing good, and she has some great accomplishments yeah, to her name. Yeah, no, for real. And I, I, I am a uh, a Becky Lynch fan. I think she, she she's a good wrestler. Um, probably pound for pound, probably one of, if not the best solid women's wrestler they have. And she's just a sweetheart. And yeah, I mean, I've never met her personally, but from everything I've seen in interviews and Stories you've told me, she seems really nice. She is, yeah. So I'm hoping to see her again at um, Access. If yeah. she's, I'd imagine she'd be on the general mission. But once. she's another thing too. Like you know, you're gonna waste a talent like her and just put her in the filler battle royal. It's just I, I get that they're trying to put everybody in, on the card so everyone gets a WrestleMania payday. But like, but they won't because they'll be on the pre-show. Yeah, you like, don't even get DVD. Like that's why Austin Aries left your company. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't, he didn't get, get the, the DVD, DVD loyalties or the revenue yep. because he was a pre-show. It's ridiculous. And and if you're going with that, if you're going with, well, if you're on the pre-show, you're not on the WrestleMania DVD, mm-hmm. were you really at WrestleMania? Yeah. People wrestle the pre-show, and the people aren't even in the venues to watch them. Mm-hmm. I remember um, with Ryback and Kalisto a couple of years ago, when literally no one was there for it. Or the Hardys last, or not the Hardys last year, um, that was a SummerSlam pre-show. Yeah, no, I was in line for SummerSlam. When that match was going on, so I could hear them in the hear the the stuff in the background, and we were still waiting in line to get through security, and we yeah. were like, 
Why the hell are you starting this so fast when, like, not even half the people in yeah. the arena have gotten to their seats? Yeah. It was ridiculous on how long it took. And, like, yeah, you could say you're wrestling at WrestleMania and that's what matters. But, like, at the same time, I know if I was a professional wrestler wrestling for WWE and was put on the pre-show at Mania and no one was there for my match, I'd be furious. Oh, yeah. Well, I'd like, be so the, mad. That freaking shot of Miz going up to that one guy in the, on the, on the freaking, at ringside just screaming at the guy holding his phone and there was one guy standing there. Yeah. Like, how do you not look like an idiot by doing that? And that's yeah. and that's just disrespectful to those guys. And not to mention, I had never seen the Hardys entrance before. I wanted to see the Hardys, yeah. and it was just like I didn't get to see them because I they couldn't get people through the arena fast enough. Oh, you'll you'll get to see a certain entrance though. Uh, <laughs> okay, now let's fine, see what let's, else happened to Fast Lane. Uh, what happened? The I, there match. was the championship match. Um, because yeah, that was basically all the main matches. That's the six pack challenge between John Cena. AJ Styles, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens, Baron Corbin, and Dolph Ziggler. Really liked this match. This match was good. Thought the story. I thought the ending was awesome. Mm-hmm. Like for story purposes. For the story fan pur- in me was furious. Oh, I was. But pissed. I, and it's it's funny too because I was watching the match and when Sami p- gets the pin on Kevin, yeah, but, when he hits but it kick. doesn't get recorded because uh, because Shane met, like interfered. I was like, oh. Austin is fuming. Like I could just, I could hear you seething with anger. Uh huh. I'm like, afar. can't give, can't give Sammy. That's the thing too. But I love the. Here's the thing though. In terms of storyline, yes, it pissed me off when it happened. In terms of storyline preferences, and I know how they were like, how they made up on SmackDown and all that. But like in terms of story preferences, like Sammy saying, I've been. I've been Kevin Owens' guardian angel, but because of that, I'm getting dragged down because of what he's got going on with uh, with Shane McMahon. I like how he's how he looked at it like that. Now, granted, now that they've on SmackDown, they made up and they took out Shane McMahon together, and they were like, "Oh, it was never happened." Kind of like KO and Jericho. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if he still got that mindset, but like, I liked it when he came when he came out on SmackDown, and he was like. I do all this for Kevin Owens, and then I have to deal with the dirty work that he has with Shane McMahon. It's like, and that's and that's another direction too, where I have no idea what they're gonna do with that story. No, me neither. Like, it's so I've heard, weird. I've heard reports that it's gonna be Kevin versus Sammy with like Daniel Bryan and Shane in their respective corners. I don't think that makes sense. Nope. Especially after what happened on SmackDown this week. Yeah. Um, I've heard reports that they're going to get thrown in the tag team match, which I'm fine with. But again, I feel like they're, they're better than that. Mm-hmm. I feel like the story doesn't warrant that. Um, but, like, what else could they do? Like, I, just, I just want this this feud to blow off and then just finish. Like, yeah. at this point, like, finish it, get rid of it, and then have these guys finally do what they can do. And especially because if if, if their plan is Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania, Sami's not going to win. Nope. And that's the There's thing. There's no where, way. There's and, no and, way. And he needs to win. He does. And I and so I want whatever benefits both of them. And I mean, you yeah, they're not gonna be on the pre-show. But I did hear rumors that they're just gonna be in the battle royal. Oh but, yeah. But well, now- then, uh, Kevin Owens tweeted out like studying tape and it was the yeah. the first Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I'm like, no. But I feel like I don't I don't think that's gonna happen. I feel like they're better than that. I feel like they are. I feel like I feel like if that happens. Whoever decided that should lose their job because oh, yeah. there's, there's a lot, lot of money on the lot, table. Well, there's a lot of people at WWE Creative who should lose their jobs. Fair, like, fair enough, and 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 should hire somebody of a, a certain co-host of mine. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, don't hire me for creative. Just hire me as a in uh, 
and commentating. You Just can hire, hire me for creative. I'll Go give, ahead. I'll give you. I'll give you a decent thoughts on things that aren't stupid, like John Cena versus the Undertaker. Yep. And then just and then you get chastised by Stephanie every week. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> if I can stop things like that happening, I'll get chastised by Stephanie every week. I will talk. Well, I, I yeah, um, yeah. It's like I'm gonna do my best to keep uh, Jonathan Coachman from talking like Booker T. I just I, can you what what happened when it, when they were doing uh, on Raw when they were doing Did you hear this? They were doing the tag team battle royal to fight the bar. And uh, Rhino gets eliminated really quickly, and then Bo Dallas gets uh, is like eliminating somebody, and Coachman goes, "Rhino might be going to WrestleMania," and literally, I have no Michael idea. Cole, Corey Graves, and the Bar both are like, "Rhino, Rhino's been eliminated already, Coach," and Coachman's like, "Oh, it looked like Rhino from behind." Like, and, and, and that's what this is what like, happens. Are you kidding? This me? is what happens <laughs> when you sit in the seat that Booker T sat in for like months. <laughs> Like you just, it's he slowly seeps into your head, and you just start talking nonsense. <laughs> Shucky ducky quack quack. Yep. I'm I'm afraid that I'll be play that if I go to WWE for commentating, I'll be placed at his seat, and I'll be like, I don't want to <laughs> sit there. Can Corey? Can you and me switch? Can we switch? Like it's just like personal preference. I like being on this side of the desk. <laughs> but yeah, that was Fastlane in a nutshell. Um, AJ AJ did go over. Yep, AJ went so over. AJ versus Shinsuke. It's, oh, we forgot Shinsuke versus Rusev, which was a really good match. That was a really good match. I can't believe I actually forgot about that yeah. but like probably probably the best match on the on the card in terms of and, and that was a match that opened the show and that was the match I feel like the fans were most into for yeah. almost the entire night just because of the fact that even though they were having Rusev lose to Shinsuke he looked really, he looked strong. really strong and the fans were still a hundred percent behind him but not only that Shinsuke was getting some great cheers too I love the let's go Shinsuke let's go Rusev chance yeah. or let's go Shinsuke Rusev day chance yeah those were really good both fans were, they were like it was just it was a both these guys situation that yeah. and both of them performed absolutely incredible yeah. so I would say that would be one of my favorite matches yep, of the night too. um the, the six pack challenge did come pretty close though um I did enjoy the part where John was sitting in the corner and then just shoved the camera out of his out of the way yeah that was cool. I thought that was a really good spot by him and it was just like it got turned into a meme kind of quickly uh, by some by some like Facebook and Twitter groups I just thought of what if what if Kevin Owen and Sammy's WrestleMania match is a tag team match against Baron and Dolph nope <laughs> Absolutely not. Because what? Because now? Because then you think, what are Baron and Dolph gonna do? Just go home. <laughs> Just not That's, be on the show. That'd be great. They can be in the you battle guys, royal. You guys, you eat at catering. Go ahead. <laughs> eat Have, catering. Yeah, feed Baron Corbin. Feed your sad tummy. It's like yeah. But moving on to Monday Night Raw. Um, first off, it was in Detroit, and um, the first thing I want to talk about is the fact that Ronda Rousey was not there, even though she was advertised to be there, and they had said. That Ronda Rousey will be at every Monday Night Raw leading up to WrestleMania. Glad I didn't get a ticket. I would have been furious. Oh, I, yeah. Nothing about that show would have made me happy. No. no well, that's the thing, though. <laughs> I think there'd be one specific thing that would have made you especially angry and just walk out of the arena. I would have left. Yeah, oh, I know you would have. <laughs> but yeah, so like, I look at that. I look at the fact that Ronda Rousey wasn't there, and I'm like, is this false advertising? And like, in the, again, they opened up the show with Kurt Angle saying, Brock Lesnar is not here tonight, and then uh, Roman Reigns coming out and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, is that I, – it's like I, I don't know whether or not that's false advertising or not because like and – that's, and that's the thing too is that they deleted their – they deleted the uh, the story they said they wrote about how Ronda's going to be at every WrestleMania, well, see, lead, and every the, every Raw leading up to WrestleMania. Well, and the reason they can get away with stuff like that is because they always say at the bottom, cards subject to change. Yeah, exactly. So because they have those, they could pro- they could say, oh, a live ringmaster's in the middle of the ring 
Chad and Austin. Card subject to change. The show would sell out, obviously. Obviously. And then we're not there. Uh, Card subject to change, sorry. You get Ronda Rousey instead, which, you know, second best to us. But (laughs) it's a no, but they could get away with stuff like that. Because I know I saw some people that were being like, that's that those fans should get a refund for the fact that she wasn't there. But like, I'm like, I was like, I don't think they should get a refund. Nah. Well, I know you would ask for one anyway. Uh, See, well. I wouldn't because I'd be angry, but I wouldn't ask for a refund. You know you're getting into these things when you go. Yeah. Like the the how many I bet a lot I bet a lot of people asked for refunds when they went to WrestleMania WrestleMania eight. Yeah. Well exactly. And it's one of those things too where it's like you go to these No shows. WrestleMania nine, sorry. That I knew was what you meant. Yeah, I knew WrestleMania what you meant. nine. It uh it's not the first time something like this has happened. Literally a couple weeks ago, Brock Lesnar didn't show up when he was advertised. So it's not like you go to these shows being but like, at least every that, single person who's scheduled to be there will be there. But my thing is that at least that one was building for a storyline purpose, and it gave us a good Roman Reigns promo. Mm-hmm. Um, which, continuing on that part, um, Roman Reigns came out, chastised Kurt Angle, He's and, over. And, and Vince McMahon, and uh, saying that Brock Lesnar is Vince McMahon's <laughs> boy. Which I know, I know, took a lot of people out of the moment because you know Roman Reigns is a hundred percent Vince McMahon's boy. Yeah, um, you're my boy, Roman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's kind of like, eh. but you know what? Storyline, just kind of turn your brain off a little bit on it. Like look at it for from in terms of storyline, looks really well. It's and bro- then and then the best part, the can- he, he 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 leaves Kurt in the ring. Walks backstage and they follow him into Gorilla, where he goes up to Vince McMahon and Shane's there too. So kayfabe's gone, which is weird. Yeah, he's it just really sitting there. Threw me yeah. off that it really was threw there. me off. I'm like, what the hell is he doing there? <laughs> and it's just like, and he's sit, and he's standing in the middle. I'm like, Shane, even on Monday Night Raw, you still find a way to interject yourself into everyone's storylines. Listen, Roman, we're not gonna do this in the Gorilla. No, because this is the land of opportunity. Exactly. exactly. We're gonna do this in the middle of the ring. Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, and me and Daniel Bryan will be ringside. And me and Daniel Bryan and my father are going to all be referees. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. But that was a really, really cool moment. The fact that they followed him into Gorilla, like, I legit was like, every every, every time they, I feel like almost every time they go back into Gorilla, just because of how little they film in there, Mm -hmm. like when AJ went back there and chastised Shane, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah, that was... That was great. Um, just every time they go back there, or it, like just the slightest thing is filmed back there, you're always like, "Holy crap!" Gorilla. Like, well, yeah, because it's like it's just shown so little. Like yeah. I, I, like I, I know, I know what it looks like because I've seen it before. Like they've shown it before, but like I still mark out a little bit every time I see them go back there because yeah. it's just like, "Holy crap!" It's getting real. And then Vince McMahon ends up. Temporarily suspending Roman Reigns for him talking about respect and him apparently not knowing what it means. Um, that this opening segment was really really good. Yeah, they, and like they Roman Roman's performances on the promos and the, just the overall like way that they're presenting this storyline has really like they're winning me over for this they're ma- match. They're making him a badass, which I remember a certain person whose name rhymes with Chad on this podcast saying the best way to get Roman Reigns over is to make him this. A badass character, the guy who's like, I'm not gonna talk all night. I'm going to say my what I want to say, and I'm gonna fight people. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of what he's doing. He's going out. He's saying what he wants to say, and he's not trying to throw in f- cool one John Cena one-liner jokes. He's trying to be his own person, and mm-hmm. it's working very well. I am actually slowly turning around on Roman Reigns, and if they keep this up from solid build to WrestleMania, I could see myself getting into this match. I could too. They've done a really good job. It's been it's been very solid leading up to. We've got we've still got a few weeks away. 
So they need to keep this going. Brock and has to show Roman, up Yeah, point. that's the thing. Vince McMahon said he can promise you that Brock will be here next week on Raw. Brock has to absolutely dismantle Roman next it's week. Got, it's got to be. Like, Roman's got to be like... I want them to brawl around the arena. Yeah, exactly. Like, you, you know what you know would be really cool? Um, like, just as a build-up to WrestleMania, is if they had an... If they actually did... Because um, you know what? This hasn't happened since, like, the 90s. But when can we see another empty arena match? <laughs> That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. Because I know that match was ridiculous in terms of The Rock and Mankind, but I actually really enjoyed it. They've done TNA's done a few of them. Oh yeah, in the past like, couple of years. Well, who cares about TNA? Yeah, I mean they're they're a garbage company, so <laughs> we discount whatever they do. But they have done it. So <laughs> well, I mean, just yeah, that's all the acknowledgement they need. Yeah. Um, now in terms of the tag team situation on Monday Night Raw, the bar. Got like oh, this was so funny. The bar chat is like no tag team can beat us. Like we like you want our titles, come and get them. And then every tag team on Raw comes to beat the shit out of them. Yeah, and that was incredible. And then they end up doing a battle royal between the tag, all teams, the tag teams, all the tag teams, um, to determine who will face the bar for the for the tag titles. And then Braun Strowman just comes out and wins the match. Yeah, so Braun Strowman's getting a tag team title match against the bar. Um, just the thought of that, like, it sounds so stupid, but it, it it's funny as hell, though. I, like, it's are, like, they gonna, I was, are they going to give him a tag team partner? I don't know. He Like, that's the thing, though, is that why would he need one? <laughs> like, like I would, I, honest, honest to God, even though it would be ridiculous, I would love the fact if he goes to WrestleMania and it's a one-on-two handicap match and, and then Braun just holds both, tag, holds both tag titles, that would be hysterical. That would be hysterical. I mean, like, that's the thing, though, is that, like, it, it, it's it's something different for the Raw Tag Division, which the championships, the Raw ta- Tag Team Championships, desperately or needed some engine, some, really, some something creative to happen to it. It'd be really funny too if like next week they're like, no, you have to have a partner. We're gonna have another battle royal of singles wrestlers who aren't and then Braun booked, wins again, aren't booked in WrestleMania, and you're going and and the winner of that like. And this entire year-long losing streak story of Kerr Hawkins finally oh ends my God. with Braun Strowman throwing everyone over besides Kurt Hawkins. And Kurt Hawkins is the guy who wins the match. You just managed to throw your pop filter off of the mic because you were so excited. But I'm not sure how to put it back on. Oh, no. Grant. 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 We broke it. Grant. It's over. Grant. Chad, Chad, after multiple weeks of slapping his microphone around, manages to knock the pop filter off of his mic. That's that's why we have Grant here, the man behind the camera. That's why I'm here. That's the camera. <laughs> the camera. There's no camera the man here. behind the camera. The man behind the iMac. Yes. That's like, okay. Rare, rare, rare footage everything, of Grant on the podcast. Everything, everything is safe. Everything is cool. Chad yes. has not managed to... Like, listen, we're going to need you in about like another 10 minutes. Couple, yeah, because as minutes. soon as that, because as soon as we get to this, it's going to go all downhill. I, mean, I might uproot this entire stand. Like, at least... Like half of the soundboarding is just going to be gone. But, but but my point was, if they if they put Braun and just some jobber with him, like a Kerr Hawkins, or like like if they had James Ellsworth still, or just yeah. somebody, and then he just wins it himself. And I just Kerr I just gets like the title run. I just like the fact of him like just having both of them. I mean, granted, it would kind of it would it would just it would remind me a little bit too much of the Miz and um and Mizdow because you know how like he got a, he Miz held both the tag titles and then Mizdow had the ta- the toy ones. Mm-hmm. That was funny. I don't want him to try to do that kind of thing again. I would much rather just having Braun carry both of them. <laughs> just have and both then of Kurt them Angle's and just walk like, out. And then Kurt Angle's like, 
This cannot happen. Yeah. You're not a tag team. And Braun's like, I'm whatever I want to be. Bro, I'm whatever I want. And if you have a problem with a Kurt, you can be like the bar and get these hands. Yes, just find someone to beat me. That's all you got to do. And oh. then he just starts beating every tag okay. team. I love this storyline that you're booking for Brock. Or not Brock, for Braun. And it's and I've heard that they're probably just going to make Elias his tag team partner. <sighs> which, I mean, okay, it gives Elias something to do at Mania, which I'm all about. And that means we can have dual concerts of them playing the best. The bass I, and guitar. That would be amazing, actually. But, like, I really like Braun just by himself. Just, Braun! Yeah, just All like, you gotta do is find a team that can beat can me. Can you just imagine him just standing with the Which titles leads like to that. a two-on-one handicap match at SummerSlam against Braun and the Authors of Pain. Hell yeah. Hell so, yeah. Like, that, you know what? And that and it would make sense, too, for Braun to lose to those guys. And he still beats him. Oh, <laughs> no, I would have... I, Braun would probably end up losing that. Mostly because maybe James Ellsworth would... I mean, not... God damn... Paul Ellering, not James, James Ellsworth. Ellsworth. Ladies James and gentlemen, James Ellsworth is back. Paul Ellering is the James Ellsworth of I told managers. You, I told you, Braun, that any man with two hands has a fighting chance. Oh my god! So I'm going to challenge you for the tag team championship. I apologize for that. No chin music. Oh my god! But yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what they do with this. Now he's having a thriving indie career. He is. I saw he's got. I, I see. I still follow him on Instagram for reasons I don't know. <laughs> Mostly just probably because I forgot. I'm just trying to not to prolong this inevitable conversation. No, I'm not. No, here's the thing though. It's like <laughs> what's up with the new Japan? There's cup? there's no running anymore for you. There's no running for you because John Cena came out on Raw to announce what his plans were for WrestleMania, and what he ended up saying was his plans was he was going to go as a fan. There was a pretty funny moment where he went into the crowd, took a guy's beer, took a drink of it, started uh, started chanting, like, this is awesome. And there was even, it was actually kind of funny, he, he wanted to start a Let's Go Roman, Roman sucks, sucks chant, but they just all, the crowd just chants Let's Go Roman at him because they didn't realize what he was trying to pull. <laughs> it was just like, he's like, wait, let me try this one. Let's go Roman, let's go Roman. And he just looks like, come on. Like, that was funny, just the fact that they really screwed it up. I will say, he should have started a Rusev Day chant. That would have been, been actually really, that would have been a really <laughs> cool. Come on, let's try this one. CM Punk. Oh my <laughs> God, that would have been hysterical. That would have been hysterical. Like, that would have been amazing. But then, he, yeah, he since like, since I'm not going to get this at WrestleMania, let's go Cena. Cena sucks chance. And then he's like, the only thing that I could possibly do uh, is if I did something I wasn't supposed to do. And then he starts thinking to himself, well, you know. At this point, I'm unscrewing my TV from the wall. And he's like, like, you know what? Here it comes. You know what? Sorry, Libby. We're not watching TV today. (laughs) You know what? It's like. If I, it's like I'm not going to WrestleMania anyways. As like I'm not competing at WrestleMania anyway, so I might as well. I challenge the Undertaker to a match at WrestleMania. And at this point, and, my TV's unhinged. And then he says and I it, throw it through the window. And he says it again. I challenge the Undertaker to a match at WrestleMania. They haven't cut my mic off. I challenge the Undertaker to a match at WrestleMania. And I'm just thinking like, oh, he's repeating himself so Chad can hear him. <laughs> Chad, do you hear this? <laughs> I tweet. I tweeted at you. I'm like, hey, he said it multiple times so that way you could hear it. And then you were just like, my TV is broken. My TV's broken. And I don't he, know what you're talking. He about. start. He starts cutting a a, a, a savage. Hey, why don't promo. you tell me what he said? Because my TV was unhinged. I uh, missed it. <laughs> Uh, I heard it was fantastic. He, he said that the Undertaker needs to get over his massive ego. Oh, you don't have he needs to get over yeah, his ego. He, you don't. You 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 don't. You still you still have one more match in you. If you weren't don't if you if you weren't able to walk, if your hips were broken, you wouldn't be posting videos of you working out on your on your wife's Instagram. 
and just completely goes off on him. So he's like, either I'm going as a fan or I'm going to face you. And well, she it's like, which everyone, which every, and he's like, which, and I think everybody wants to see that. And I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> not everyone. All right. All Let right. him loose. Let him loose. All right. So I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to take the, uh, the Stephen A. Smith approach to this, um, this, this, this. Tank. To which Grant shakes his head, no. Um, <laughs> Undertaker, nope. John Cena. Who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> okay, now that's over with. Yep. Um, let me let me say how I really feel. Um, why? <laughs> why does this happen? Do you guys remember the WrestleMania match? Uh, literally last year when Roman Reigns and the Undertaker tried to do a spot where Undertaker picked him up and put him in a pile driver, and he couldn't lift Roman Reigns to get him in a pile driver. He's, do you remember when he the a year before that when he got done wrestling a match and had to be helped out of the arena? Do you remember that? Or how about when he literally has had a hundred surgeries in the last five years for his hips? This Panera coffee cup is stronger than the Undertaker's hips, alright? And you want this man to, it's not gonna be him walking down the ring to be scary, it's cause he can't literally move any faster than what he's doing, and you want to wheel him out so we can laugh at him try to wrestle John Cena. I don't want that. I don't wanna laugh at the Undertaker. I don't wanna facepalm myself as the Undertaker can't pick up John Cena for a pile driver. I don't wanna see that. I don't wanna have to see John Cena leap so he can get into a choke slam. alright? I don't want The Undertaker to not be able to do the old school because he can't get up a turnbuckle. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see, I don't want to have to call AARP on The Undertaker because John Cena is decides to wrestle him. I don't want to see this match. You know what I did want to see? I did want to see The Undertaker retire and go off into the sunset with an awesome send-off, which he did. You know what's going to happen after this match? They're going to yell, thank you, Taker. Thank you, Taker. And what's he gonna do? He, he's gonna he's gonna go in, backstage, grab a briefcase that says my old stuff on it. He's gonna open it up. It's gonna be his gloves, his jacket, his hat that he already left in there, and he's gonna put them all back on, and then take them off again. And it's not gonna mean anything. It's not gonna mean anything. This entire match is a ludicrous idea. And if they do career versus career, I hope he beats John Cena. Oh I hope he gosh. beats John Cena so I don't have to see John Cena's stupid face anymore either because I want Undertaker to stay retired. I don't want to see it. He's already retired. John Cena's going off to Hollywood. This is the exact same thing of Brock Lesnar doing it to uh, The Undertaker. Brock Lesnar beat the streak and everybody was like, they've ruined The Undertaker. But now he's going to come back out of retirement and sabotage a great storyline with another part-timer who's going to go to Ferdinand Two in a month, and, and it's going to be okay because it's John Cena. It's not okay. I'd rather him lose to the Roman Reigns and be retired and have somewhat of a, and have a legendary career that I can respect and, and tell my kids, yeah, I saw The Undertaker. It was awesome. Mm. Instead of having to show my kids, yeah, look at this disgrace of a match. It's, it's it's the Undertaker trying his best to pick up John Cena, the dead man, the guy who pops out from the ring and gets buried alive and has literally been lit on fire and still wrestles matches. And now he literally has to walk with a cane backstage because he can barely move. And we want to roll him out to get a wait, cheap WrestleMania wait, pop. Glenn Jacobs is backstage. Shut up. <laughs> And we have to roll him out for a cheap WrestleMania pop because we want to make headlines of Undertaker versus John Cena. I don't like it. I don't want to see it. WWE should be ashamed that they I, do this. <laughs> and you should be ashamed for wanting to see it. 
Uh, you too, I Greg. Should, I should be ashamed. You should be ashamed. I should be ashamed. People like you are the reason why it's happening. No! I want to go see... I just want to see the entrance, man. I just want to see the entrance. <laughs> That's why they're doing it. And next year when people go, oh, I want to see the entrance, he'll wrestle freaking Sasha Banks in a match. <laughs> Let's drag him out for... What, 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 what guy are we trying to get over now? Let's have Braun Strowman destroy him. Listen, Let's I'm- just... After this year, I won't care because I won't be going to WrestleMania. Yeah, but people, but the, but the whatever city they have it in next, the New York version of Austin will be they've like. Already seen, I need to go see. They've it. already seen it. Though. The New York's to, already seen it. If they go, if they put it in Detroit next year, people are gonna be like, "Oh man, I've never seen the Undertaker since last WrestleMania in Detroit when he was on the poster with the lightning bolts and the jacket and the hat." Let's go again. And the guy in the with the blonde hair and who. Shave Vince McMahon. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember who that <laughs> yeah, guy was. Yeah, that guy who's president now. But that's. <laughs> but so I, I would rather watch another match with Donald Trump than see the Undertaker oh wrestle. Oh my god! Because at least I could laugh at that for the right reasons. Can you laugh at that? I can't laugh at anything with that. <laughs> I couldn't laugh at it when it happened. I would rather sit front row at a Kid Rock concert. Then watch The Undertaker destroy his own legacy by wrestling at this year's WrestleMania. Okay, well, you guys already know my thoughts about this. I just want to see the entrance, like Chad says. But, like, I mean, with John, maybe they'll pull something out. I have no idea. Like, I will say, his promo was awesome. John's promo John's was John's promo great, was really great. good. If it was any other wrestler, I'd be excited. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but it's happening. There's nothing we can do to stop it. So, Chad, get ready to lose two more chibis uh, during <laughs> during the match. Um, but yeah, since I'm you, happy I'm not going now. But since you mentioned he who shall not be named, Kid Rock is being inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. And he's probably going to sing the Undertaker's theme song. I and, was born and, and free. Ruin your, he's probably going to be like, I am American Badass. And the Undertaker's going to come out in a motorcycle, and your entrance will be ruined. And that'll be the only saving grace to me, is that Austin <laughs> still didn't get to see the Undertaker entrance. I'll be like, serves you right. On this day, I'm a Kid Rock. Fan, <laughs> oh my god! Hey, but like, hey, nobody had seen the American Badass uh, entrance for for years, so I can still have that. Yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I should have this match at a retirement home. Oh my god! <laughs> You're just not gonna let up on this, are you? No, it's it's awful. I want to get your your one friend on the podcast who hates the Undertaker. Oh yeah, so I can I oh, can. I'm have sure them he's livid. I'm because, sure he's and, livid. And I want people to know I love the Undertaker, and that's and I've said this. For weeks now. That's why I don't want this to happen. Because I don't want The Undertaker to that to have, have his awesome, awesome, awesome retirement of him leaving his ring gear in the middle of the ring and leaving last year. And literally making me cry as a wrestling fan. You know how often I get moved as a wrestling fan? Mm. Never. I never cry because I'm a smart and I know what's happening. <sighs> I never cry, and I cried, and I and I will tell you what, I will not cry at this year's WrestleMania. I will be angry, because the awesome send-off they gave him is now going to be ruined literally less than a year later to wrestle John Cena. Mm-hmm. And why? Because they would rather have John Cena propose to Nikki Bella in a complete worked angle than give The Undertaker the last match he wanted to have. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. I mean, don't want to see it. Nope. If they had that. this match, even maybe a couple years from now, if Undertaker was like, you know what, I'm feeling good, I want to do one more match, and had him do a one-off, that's fine. <laughs> no, you but wouldn't. But literally, I, I, I wouldn't. But I'd be more understandable 
if they decided to do this in a couple more years than literally the next WrestleMania after he retired. Nope. Don't wouldn't, like yep. it at all. You, would, you wouldn't like it anyway. I wouldn't. I never want to see Undertaker wrestle again, but I'm just saying I'd have a better chance of coping with it if it happened in a few years down the line. Listen, at this point right now, it's like if he were to retire from WWE and like be inducted into the Hall of Fame, what might end up happening, though, I would much rather see The Undertaker wrestle at WrestleMania against John Cena than to see him retire on Raw and then pull, like, a Ric Flair and end he up on already, TNA. He already, first of all, he already retired at WrestleMania. The Undertaker will never go anywhere else, but he is such a hardcore Vince I know, guy. yeah, but, like, I would much rather see that than this. Yeah. Like, I would much rather see him wrestle at WrestleMania than to go somewhere else. Yeah. Like, and just to make sure he could pay some bills. See, I don't, I don't, I really don't think the Undertaker has to worry about bills. I really think he's no, he's, I don't either. But I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm yeah. trying to lessen the blow for you because there's I can no think, way you can lessen the blow. <laughs> I'm, I'm genuinely, I'm being, upset help, I'm by trying this. to be helpful. I hope, I hope something happens and he has to cancel this match. I hope his plane, he gets caught up in a flight or something, something non-life threatening happens to the Undertaker to where he can't wrestle this match <laughs> because he doesn't need this match. He shouldn't take should, this match. Should someone come out and say he has information about steroids against the Undertaker? Yes. No. <laughs> don't do that because then, because then his legacy's tarnished. I just don't. Want I thought you. I thought you said his legacy's already tarnished now. It, it, in a in a different way. Yeah. Because this way, his entire career's been a sham because of steroids. This way, his retirement is, is just cheapened because he came yeah. back after. Right. And and a big thing is too the difference between the Undertaker doing this and anyone else is no the Undertaker doesn't even have social media accounts. He posted on his wife's Instagram because you're not gonna find the Undertaker on Instagram nope. or Twitter or Facebook because his character, the Undertaker, the dead man, isn't gonna be going on Twitter putting hashtags. Nope. He's not. No one in this business has put such a good deal, a big has cared so much about Kayfabe and his character than the Undertaker. He has turned down personal appearances and stories because he thought his character wouldn't do it. And now the fact that He's going to cheapen his final send-off. It just irritates me. If, mm-hmm. if, if, if it was anybody else, like if Shawn Michaels decided to come back out of retirement and <laughs> wrestle John Cena, that's fine. Shawn Michaels is on Twitter. Shawn Michaels is in the public light doing things like that. The Undertaker isn't, and that's why I don't want him to do that. Listen, I got to see Shawn Michaels come back to WWE dressed up as Colonel Sanders at SummerSlam. Like... <laughs> I think you would I, never see the Undertaker do that. That would make me more upset, though. If, uh, if he comes back as uh, the, the Colonel Sanders at any point, I will quit watching wrestling. <laughs> That's not true. You'll quit watching WWE and go go be the indie mark that you I'm are. I'm already barely hanging in by a thread. If it wasn't for this weekly podcast. <laughs> I drag him to Raw and SmackDown. Like that's 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 how much I care about this podcast. I watch every single week Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live, and then I have to drag him along because like if it wasn't if it wasn't for me, this would be a Ring of Honor podcast. Oh, or, I, like, I'd be talking about the New Japan Cup, <laughs> exactly. But which yeah. Zack Saber Junior. to all the New Japan fans? I out did there see that. Holy is crap. incredible. Holy crap! I did see yeah. that though. So shout out to Zack Saber Junior. and how freaking incredible he is. I like that is. Wow. Yeah. Just wow. Um, now, the Miz, Miz TV segment with Finn Balor and At this uh, point, my Seth TV's Rollins. been off the wall, so I haven't seen wall. anything after this. <laughs> I don't have a TV anymore. <laughs> I mean, but like that, that, that segment was really, really well done. The Miz did a really, really good job. The Miz is incredible. That's because he, yep, he's incredible. 
Finn Balor, Seth Rollins, like he got, un- he was trying to get under the- their skin to have them go at each other, and then it looks like they're gonna face off, and the Miz is just like, "Yes, I've gotten them to turn against each other," and then they turn and face the Miz, and he's like, "Oh no, 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 not not me. You guys hate each other, remember?" It's like he 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 took your Universal Title. It's like, yeah, and then they they just start beating up on the Miz, and then he runs away. Um, I love how this storyline's going. I think this is gonna be really well done. Um, in terms of it's gonna be a good match. This could be match of the night. It could be, yeah. It very well could be. I think AJ Shinsuke will be, but this could be match yeah, of the night. Yeah, it could be, yeah. Um, then um, there's the whole segment of Alexa Bliss um, and Mickey James talking bad about Nia while she's doing her match. Like, oh, I'm just using Nia Jax so to turn. Like, I think Alexa's very great, and Mickey Mickey's okay. I think um, she's got a legacy behind her that will never be topped. Um, um, but I thought they handled this pretty well. I think it was kind of awkward because I'm like, who the hell is broadcasting this? And I'm like, how much? Like for your interviews, I don't think you leave the camera running that long before you get your <laughs> reporter in the room with you. So it's kind of like I was looking at this. I'm like, uh, she should know better. And like the boom mic's right there. It's like, come on, the broadcasting students, folks. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we notice yeah, these things. It's like, I, it's like I'm like, you got it. Come on, listen. Like, like I I don't I don't care how much pre pre setup you need to do for your freaking interview. I've seen Fox News take more <laughs> oh, to do a better yeah. job interviewing people than this. Eh, I don't know much about that, <laughs> but like yeah, that I mean Nia did a really good job lashing out. Um it worked it worked she looked really good in terms of like just losing her mind. I I'm excited to see what they do next week. Um it's most likely going to lead to Alexa versus Nia at Mania, which which, I'm, which, which should I'm be pretty with. good. Which should be pretty good. Um, now, in terms of Raw, I think that was mostly it. Give it a solid negative five out of ten. Just because of one thing. Five negative tombstones out of ten. Five failed tombstone attempts because you can't pick John Cena up out of ten. I think the best things about the the Raw was Braun Strowman winning that battle royal. Roman going back into Gorilla. I thought that was oh, really good. No, we missed. They're gonna do the the ultimate deletion next week. Yeah, they're doing it next week for Which, some reason. Like, I mean, I w- I think they should have saved it. It's probably going to lead to a Mania match. But I really think that should have been what they did at Mania. Yeah. Because honestly, because like you, you've seen the total deletion from Impact, right? Yes, I've seen. Yeah. I've seen. I've seen the you final make, deletion. That's a match. You could literally make that a match. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that this angle is going to set up a big, probably some ludicrous gimmick match at Mania. Which I mean, okay, but like, I really think that this should have waited until. WrestleMania. Yeah, now I, I will agree. say, seeing Senor Benjamin, seeing Vanguard One, seeing uh, you know Queen Queen Rebecca and King Maxwell and uh, what was his other son's name? Uh, he just had him. I don't know. But, yeah. But seeing seeing the entire gang back together, I was made glad, me happy. I was glad that they that they co- that they mentioned them in the in the video package yeah. leading up to Jeff it. Jeff might be in jail for it, but yeah, but, but I mean, yeah, the, but the rest of them, I I am hopeful. I'm excited to see it. I mean, it's it's a lot earlier if, than I thought we'd get it. But if this yeah. flops, the feud is ruined. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, if this if this isn't uh, a home run out of the this, park, this, this is their one dead. shot. This yeah. is their one shot. They get mom's both spaghetti. Of them over. Now, let's go yep, into exactly. Mom, this is your last one. This shot. is their mom's spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, no more like SmackDown snore. Am I I'm right? not it's even. Gonna, I'm ready. not even gonna. Li- I'm not even gonna lie to you. I didn't finish it on. On Tuesday, I ended up I ended I'm up not, finishing it the next day. I'm not gonna lie to you, I didn't even watch it. I know you didn't. I know 
mean you didn't? I watched the awful. YouTube clips. Yep. Listen, when they put out good TV, I will watch. I mean, that's the thing. I yeah. used to watch SmackDown Live every single week when it was awesome. I mean, it's like that it, was it, one of the. I would read. There was a time when I made sure I watched SmackDown and just wa- read about Raw. Yeah. When I they mean, put out good content, I watch. Smart. You're such a smart. Listen, when there's some such good wrestling with Ring of Honor and yeah. New Japan and literally any other company besides them, it's it's one of those things. Okay, where I'm hard pressed. I'm hard pressed. Here's the one thing though I will say. Um, the fact that um, the the one thing I wanted to comment on, on was so after the Bludgeon Brothers beat up uh, New Day and the Usos, um, it was really cool to see Biggie and um, I want to say it was it was Jimmy Uso yeah it was Jimmy Uso decide that they're gonna band together in order to take on the Bludgeon Brothers. It was a really cool like moment where they're like, we were gonna put on another classic, and um, after this we're ba- we're button heads again, but like. They they took out our brothers. We're gonna beat the crap out of them. They didn't end up doing that, but no. it was it was still it was, cool. it was a really cool moment just to see them Biggie and Jimmy just kind of just like, like and we're it gonna, makes the Bludgeon Brothers look really strong. It does, yeah. Well, it shows too that like they're getting underneath them. Like it's showing Biggie because Biggie when he gets serious and cuts a fire promo like he did a couple weeks ago, Biggie like, is incredible. Biggie's incredible. I I was having a debate and it was. Um, do you remember when Apollo Crews first debuted on WWE? They were saying he was like Booker T was saying he was going to be the next best like thing. I, you know, and that's You're, the thing too is that I thought he was too because yeah. I thought he had that well, babyface personality so, that could work, that figure yeah. and that like like athleticism to him. I thought he could be a really solid yeah. like. Well, so me and my friend on on his podcast back back when Ringmasters wasn't a wasn't a thing yet. Um, I, I went on my friend's podcast and we were debating on who was going to be the next big, like the next influential, like black wrestler, like, 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 like Booker T, like the next like champion. And yeah. he said that he thought Apollo Crews had all the tools. I said that I thought Big E could be a star. I, honestly, I honestly think and both he of them shades of brilliance. I think both of them could be. I think Apollo has been really messed with. Yeah. And like to the point where it's like it's hard for him to come back. Like Titus Worldwide is okay. Well, but it's nowhere near as it's nowhere near as good as he could be. Well, Apollo's big thing too is you know with that company it's all about you know the size. And Apollo's a short guy. He is, but like that figure though is like something that you can't, that you cannot like not well, look at and be like right. that guy's and, crazy. And with another thing too, Big it's e, like Finn Balor. Yeah, but Biggie's also been an NXT World Champion. He has been, yeah. And and so that shows that at one point they thought this guy could be a star. And, and that was even before now, the New Day. And now he is a star. So I feel like if if I am Vince McMahon and I have to get behind either. The guy who's tag team partners with Titus O'Neil, yeah, or a former NXT champion, former U.S. champion, and a five time tag team champion who is hilarious, who has these passionate promos. I'm gonna get behind Biggie, and I'm mm. all for that. I remember, yeah, there's this guy I watched, Lil Karibo, who does like the Mark Remark. He I does, actually know what yeah. you're talking yeah. about. I watch him too. He's awesome. Yeah, um, he shout did. Out. A, yeah, shout out to Lil Karibo and how great he is. If you don't know who he is, go search up the Mark Remark. His videos are hysterical. You're, you're no Ringmaster's podcast, but you know you're pretty good. We'd love to have him on if he'd be if he'd have us. <laughs> Um, but he did a great um, mark my words little like um, little like pipe bomb sort of thing where he was like talking about how what the New Day should do because it was at a point where like the New Day had become kind of stagnant he talked about a really good segment about him about Big E facing Brock Lesnar for the Universal title and it was a really good idea because I think Big E's that kind of guy that could run a a single storyline while Xavier and Kofi back him up when when need be I think literally any one of those three could 
have a good single story. It's a matter of the WWE want needs to like stop looking at them at, as a tag team and realize they're a faction, and then like have them like go off and do their own thing sometimes. Especially on SmackDown, like you yeah. could very easily, and this would give Kofi Kingston that rub too. I would love if they decided we want to be more than a tag team. We want they we, are. We, we've held the tag team championships. We want to be. WWE champion. Yes. And Kofi Kingston gets that, and they share the run. So all three of them get a WWE title run, and they just hot potato it. Like, you don't know who's going to be defending the championship. That would be awesome. That'd be such a cool story. I and wouldn't. literally, I think all three of them have the charisma and the wrestling ability to be convincing world champions. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I... I personally would love to see. Uh, I love Kofi Kingston, and um, nothing against him. Um, he's done so much for them. I think I would. I would love to see Xavier or Biggie. I think Kofi would be cool too, but I think Xavier or Biggie would be the ones oh, that I'd be really behind. I think they should be the ones that really wrestle the match. Yeah, but I just, I just whatever gets Kofi a world championship because yeah. I think he truly deserves a run with it. Mm-hmm. And then it would just be really cool too if it built to a new day triple threat match yeah. for the title. Oh, oh, I didn't even think of that, but absolutely yes. Mm-hmm. And that's how you break up the new day. I wouldn't even you wouldn't even need to break them up necessarily, but like just to be like we want to see who the best member of the new day is. Yeah, and then just have a really good triple threat match for the turn, title. And then you could turn. See, I, I, my fantasy booking gears are spinning because yep, now you because now. now Xavier Woods, who is the mouthpiece could turn heel. Hit hit Big E with a trombone. But hit then, Kofi Kingston with a trombone. Pin, become champion, and then be like, I, I don't need the belt. I have a YouTube channel. Oh my I'm God. more successful than both of you. Oh my Kofi, God. how long did it, it took you a hundred years to win this belt? It took me this long. <laughs> Big now E, we, you were floundering until I came and got you this group together. I am the new day. Mm-hmm. Oh, his God. fantasy his fantasy booking mine is going crazy right now. But Tune like, into Chad Books Raw. Oh my God. <laughs> But yeah, well, that, well, that's SmackDown first of all. But yeah, well, well, the new day, I, the new day, the new day is great. So like, I'm I'm excited to see how they go off. Um, then we had Shinsuke and AJ Styles cutting a little bit of a promo. Um, and then um, I wish they would show. I wish they would use the relationship with New Japan because Vince gave Chris Jericho the blessing. Yeah. So there's a there's somewhat of a relationship there. The interest in the working with each other is there. I would absolutely love if they could get footage between them at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. If you you don't have to show the whole match, but literally get a clip, put it on your YouTube channel, show the clip at on the next episode of SmackDown, make that match oh viewable because that match will sell this match. Yeah. You don't need to turn any of them heel. You don't need a story. That match alone will sell this match. Yeah. If you haven't watched AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura, I before they came over to the WWE, I immediately watched that match and I was like, "Holy fantastic. crap!" Yeah, like, that's something that I feel like a lot of guys, people who know these two need to watch. Yeah, um, yeah. And then AJ Styles ended up wrestling a match with Rusev, which was it was good. Um, there wasn't really too much I wanted to talk about with that. Um, I thought Charlotte Charlotte's little promo against Asuka. Was was all right. Um, it's 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 weird though, considering how like she was on Raw and now she's on SmackDown, cutting a promo against them. I I still re- really would have liked Oscar and 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 Alexa Bliss. Um, but you know, it's like they're gonna put on a really good match in terms of the buildup. You don't really need too much buildup for this match, just mm-hmm. because you know those two are gonna put on a really you really may be good undefeated, match. but I'm the queen. Boom, sells right to Basically, sell. yeah. It's like and like she said, to beat the be the woman, you have to beat the woman. Yeah. Um. And I just like how it's just like they're gonna beat the living crap out of each other, and I think it's gonna be a really good match. And um, we get the and, and I really hope that 
And obviously, Brock and Roman's going to close out the show. Yeah. But I think a better moment to send the crowd home would be if Shinsuke and Asuka held both the WWE and SmackDown Women's Championships high to close the show. I think that would be really, I think really that cool. Would be I think awesome. that would be a great way to end the match. Yeah. I mean, just to end the show. Because that shows, because that writes itself. Could you imagine five years from five years ago telling some, a, a WWE fan, hey, Shinsuke Nakamura and Asuka, two Japanese wrestlers, are going to go into title matches, probably win, and close out the show. That would yeah. never happen. Well, because yeah, it's like it shows just how far they've come as a company. Oh yeah, from like the like no no disrespect against Funaki, but like just how they came. Or to Jerry. Or, yeah, or cha- or the choppy choppy PP. Yeah. Just how much respect they've gained for well, how much they've shown actual respect to these incredible Japanese wrestlers. And it and it helps you further your your relationship with New Japan. There you go. Like, look at this. We are invested. We want to. We want to be in. And we want. We're in. We're all in on this. Mm-hmm. Japan, J- Japanese wrestling is probably at its peak at, in America. Yeah. New Japan with Kenny Omega and, and, and Okada, and now with Jericho and Naito, and Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega mm-hmm. now. Like, all of these, like, this New Japan is a force, and they're coming oh, up. Oh, it is. And WWE should really capitalize on that and be like, listen, look at this. Like, New Japan, we, we're... we're we are on board. Absolutely. And if nothing else, it show it'll they can take the exact the opposite approach and be like, yeah, that's right, we're here. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah. Do you forget who we are? We're WWE. goddammit. it. We're the t- we're the top wrestling company in the oh, world. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like oh, yeah. boom. Absolutely. You want to use Chris Jericho and t- to sell a Wrestle Kingdom? Well, guess what? We have two of your top stars too. Like either way, it promotes c- a competitive rivalry between companies, and I'm all about it. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's like it's like that. It's like WWE ECW back in the yeah. '90s. It was it would just be really cool to see that, and it would make people. It would give wrestling a new. Have uh, Finn win the IC belt and put him in there too. Might as well. Literally. Might as well. Like, have Gallows and Anderson win something and have them I don't in there. Know. I don't know. But um, then we had Shane McMahon announcing um, what's happening at WrestleMania, putting together a match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and then um, like being like, I gave you two a spotlight at the grandest at the grandest stage of them all, WrestleMania. And then they both beat the living crap out of Shane McMahon, put his head in the chair, throw it against the ring post. Apparently they were this whole like they were falling apart was never a thing blah 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 blah. I'm glad they're united. I don't want them to fight. No, well that's I mean it makes no sense for them to fight. It doesn't really. I mean like that's the thing. As much as I love how when Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn fight fight against each other and because they're they're just really good. Um, that in terms of storylines, it doesn't make sense for them to just all of a sudden like just recently break up so they can do a fight at WrestleMania the, just to yeah. fill up just to fill a match. The entire the entire storyline of Sami Zayn turning heel. And being like, this company has treated me so bad. And Kevin Owens, yeah, we've had our differences, but you've always been there for me. So I'm back, buddy. That would be all ruined if literally a few months later they're enemies again. Yep. That would really cheapen Sami Zayn's heel turn. And I prefer and it Kevin. Was just, and it, all it would lead to is Sami yeah. taking another loss. Exactly. And I love Kevin Owens. I love Sami Zayn. I love Kevin Owens a tad bit more. But I still want the story to go to benefit Sami Zayn mm-hmm. because he needs it more than Kevin Owens. Yeah, but now it's now it's just a matter of what the hell are we doing? And I don't know. That's a thing. Like, what are you going to do? Because I don't want to see uh, Shane McMahon defeat Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in a two-on-one handicap match. Oh, that which, which, which is something I could imagine them doing. Oh God, if if he didn't beat AJ Styles at WrestleMania, I really hope his ego would be like. 
If he didn't beat Kevin Owens at Hell in a Cell. But he could take the pin and get get Sami Zayn, and then all of a sudden it would be like, oh, it's believable. Yeah, okay, if he pins Sami Zayn. Yep, and exactly. that sucks. That sucks that that's the thought. It's bullshit. That, oh, he pinned Sami Zayn, so it's believable now. Yep, it's it's dumb. It's <laughs> stupid. It shouldn't happen. It's yeah. ridiculous. He's still a professional wrestler, and you're still a dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, come on, chill out. And, like, I don't want to see them try to bring Daniel Bryan out of retirement because that doesn't make – one, it, it doesn't make sense for Daniel to be siding with, with with Shane McMahon. And also, I don't want Daniel to kill himself. See, see, I feel like – see, I mean, I'm on board with bringing him back. He got cleared by almost every doctor they have. Um, I'm totally on board with him coming back. Um, I'm okay with him wrestling a match. I think a tag team match would be a way for them to go. I think it would but, be safer, yeah. But, but it's like, one of those things where unless you have Shane and Daniel Bryan just miraculously I, put their, their beef aside and then ta- wrestle against Sam and Sam and Ke- But then we already have our our prolific wrestler debuting slash returning in a tag team match. Yeah. If you do, like, it, it literally just looks like a poor man's version of Raw's tag team match. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Like, we already have our McMahon well, tag team also, match. for Daniel Bryan to return, I don't want him to team with Shane freaking McMahon for his return I'd be to okay the if ring. he wrestled Shane McMahon. I'd be okay with that, too. Like, I think that would be fine. It's just, like, he'd, but, he'd need to win, and two, like, don't kill him. But even that's the thing, because if you make Daniel Bryan versus Shane a thing... And you don't like what is Kevin Owens and Sammy just gonna get involved? Like I they're better know. than that. I really don't know what they're doing with this story. It's, I it's, think it's gonna end up with a one-on-one match between them, and I don't want it. It's the constant weirdness that is SmackDown Live. And like I, I don't know if you saw this, but Renee Young did like an Instagram live story, mm-hmm. and then Road Dog Road Dog was there, and he's like, "All right, I'll see you later. I'm gonna go ruin SmackDown." Gives a, gives a thumbs up and then goes away. And I'm just like, "You say that as a joke, but like you're not you're not really pleading your case because if you look at SmackDown, it's just." It's like, awful. It's not good. It's awful. It's not good. And it's like you have so many great talent and like like your mid card is abysmal. You're having people feud over a damn list. Yeah. It's like and then like your women's division is good in terms of the title picture, but what else are the other women doing in the freaking Literally, Carmella, your money in the bank briefcase winner, the first one ever, tagged it wasn't a match and I didn't care at all about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like It's like, come on, like we like that's that's you have a, to bring in Asuka. You have to sell to, yeah. your championship match. Yep. Like, that's ridiculous. Uh, and just the constant belittling of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, specifically Sami Zayn. It's like you turn him heel to give him new life and to actually make sure he can win a match. And he still, and he still loses matches. Yep. It's like, can we not learn? Can we not learn? Do we just have a vendetta against Sami Zayn? Yeah. It's unbelievable how, what they're doing with him. And it's just like... The fact I get that you're making that joke because you it's like uh, we don't know anything, but you're making fun of us. It's like I get that you have the mindset that uh, WWE that fanboys on the internet don't know what they're talking about. We're just complaining for the sake of complaining because it's not what we wanted. But like, there's a lot of things you could do, and we'd be perfectly fine with it. It just it just happens to be that the things that you are choosing to do are just don't make any were, sense. Yeah, if there's a reason behind doing it. Yeah, if it okay made sense, it. then if it makes sense, like storyline wise, and like if we can get behind it, then like I'd like that's the thing. You Raw is managing to make me care about Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. Like they there's there's ways to make things matter to me. It's yeah. like I'm not that hard of a guy to please in terms of like booking things and stuff like that. All I ask is that it makes sense and somebody that deserves a push doesn't get, look incredibly weak. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, if, if like, New Japan or Ring of Honor had a guy who had a, basically had Rusev right now, 
be the world champion. He will, yeah, that's the thing. It's Rusev like, Day would why, catch on. Why are we waiting champion. to pull the trigger on Rusev? Like or Sammy or or, or anybody? Well, like well, yeah. Why are we like Rusev is over? Like that. You know that. You can hear that. There's no earthly way that you can't hear that. It's like because like it's it's so easy to tell. Like stop biding your time. It's WrestleMania season. Like we're getting to the show. Turn the guy face because he's over. It's like that's I mean, like hell. I'd take an Andre the Giant Battle Royal win if it was on the actual card. Like if it was on the pre-show and he won, I would take that because at least it's something positive mm-hmm. for him. It's like it's like these. It's like again, yeah. It's like I'm not I'm not the kind of guy who's like Roman Reigns should be fired and like Brock <laughs> Lesnar should have lost his title like four months ago. Blah blah blah. blah. It's like oh John Cena should just not be on WrestleMania at all because I don't like him. It's <laughs> like I'm not I'm not a a just complete and utter mark where if it's not exactly the way I want the ma- the show to go, I'm gonna be pissed. You guys are giving us some great stuff for WrestleMania, which I appreciate, and it's just like. I just want everything to make sense. That's all I want. It's like I'm not that hard of a guy to please in terms of my my WWE because I've seen when we're at the worst of the worst. It's like what we're doing for this WrestleMania because I know a lot of people are already like this WrestleMania looks pretty bad. I'm like, no, it doesn't. WrestleMania looks really it good. looks really good. Minus it one looks. Match. I know a lot of people are still butt hurt about Ronda Rousey. It's like I I'm I'm excited for Ronda. Totally fine with that. It's like that's the thing. It's like I feel like you and me specific. I think more so me because I feel like because I'm okay with John. Cena versus The Undertaker, which you are not. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I just want everything on term in terms of my, in terms of everything to make sense. And SmackDown doesn't seem to be making a lot of sense. No, it's just like, look at things like logically for your wrestlers and just make it make sense. Because like Randy Orton, Bobby Roode, Jinder Mahal, to me does not make sense. Yeah, I am, I'm okay with that. My big thing is. Like you mean to tell me you had like like that entire fast lane main event was made no sense. Like okay, AJ, Sammy, Kevin Owens triple threat that makes sense. Dolph Ziggler coming back and putting Baron Corbin in there that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense because Dolph Ziggler had a title and then he yeah. just went for the WWE like, title and then throwing John Cena in there too that also didn't make sense. I mean it's like I could kind of see that just because he's like oh, he's John Cena he can go where he wants he's a free agent but that's not how free agency works yeah. that's not how free agency works he means he can, it's like he can get signed by either one he's available it's not yeah. like he can just go to anyone he wants that just means he's like he's he he doesn't matter for either he matters for each brand so he can go wherever he wants that's not free agency that's I, not what that term he means he should wrestle an NXT takeover show because he's a free agent That'd exactly really cool. if he's a free agent yeah he can go to NXT if he's a free agent like yeah like it just I don't know I have but, no idea but yeah no I mean I'm hopeful um Russell, I think WrestleMania is gonna be good I um, do too I just hope that whatever they do with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn it benefits both of them and not just one of them because these these next few weeks are gonna be really like key for, for Smackdown. Smackdown. They need to really 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 get pushing for their WrestleMania matchups. Like we we're, we're 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 treading our feet right now in terms of some stuff. We need to like actually find out what we're doing and then build to that. Yeah. Cuz like we we're running out of time for them and they need yep. to really start kicking their ass into gear. Yep. Like and Road Dog needs to stop being like like wink wink. I'm going to ruin Smackdown. Like don't acknowledge the fans. Don't be like like I know what we're doing. I know what we're doing. Show us that you know what you're doing. Actually, put together some good television and some good wrestling television instead of just being like, I know, telling us, oh, don't worry, I'm gonna ruin SmackDown. I know, I like, and be like, shut up. I know what I'm doing. Just stop winking and nodding to the crowd and just do what you're supposed to do. Yep. I think I think that's the matter. I think that's just matter of fact of it. And. 
that's how I'm going to end um, Ringmasters. Like, once again, just being like, SmackDown, figure out what the hell you're doing. It's like, I feel like we do that I want to like time. SmackDown. I do. I've always preferred I SmackDown. Wanna like, I want to like both shows, and yeah. it's like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. But... Yeah, I think that's going to wrap it up for Ringmasters this week. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at szoomer4, and you can follow Chad at the Chad 100 And then be sure to follow our Ringmasters Twitter at RingmastersPod. Subscribe to us on YouTube, Ringmasters Podcast. And, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you guys next time. Happy birthday, Grant. Mm-hmm.